All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Chris Watkins. I am Andrew Pasquini. And we cannot, for the life of us, decide on a title for this thing, man. Like, we've been arguing, not arguing, we've been discussing, it's been been a heated debate for about five minutes on how we should even start this. We we brainstormed for about three minutes on a podcast name, so so it's not like we were trying to be super creative. Yeah, Yeah, let's be honest. The most creative we got was an untitled podcast. and um, The Big Baller Brand Podcast. Bam, there it is. There we go. No, All right, LeVar's been looking for sponsorships, and he's got it. Big Baller Brand. We're going to run with the uh, untitled podcast for right now. Sure, until until further notice, this is untitled. um, And we're here to talk sports. We are, but that that's going to be mean, obvious over the next forty-five minutes. It doesn't mean that we're going to do it well. Either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, let's just get right on into it, man. So last night, the NBA had its annual festivity: Coachella for basketball, the draft lottery, and uh, to no one's well, to a couple people's surprise, actually, the Lakers actually like kept their pick. I think the person who was the most surprised by that was Joel Embiid. I kind of feel like no one was surprised no, by that. No, um, except for Joel. Joel, yeah, Joel just, was legitimately like, Joel had no idea how the lottery worked. That was very evident. For what it's worth, I don't think anybody knows how it works. I feel like um, <sighs> listen, the the Lakers I've I've hoped for the life of me. Got bumped out of the top three the past th- two years. It's not going to happen. And it's just, just not going to happen. Just, I don't think the NBA is going to let that happen. Um, I'm pretty sure LeVar Ball like told somebody, hey, listen, I'm going to hook you up with those ZO2s <laughs> to make sure the Lakers get in the top three. Um, so uh, then they only sold 497 units. Barely, because he, bri- he was a pair to bribe. Yeah. Um, but I just... I want the Lakers just just to see. I don't think Laker anyone except for know. Laker fans want to see Lakers exactly. fans succeed. Um, and I, I wanted to see the case that the the sex the Seventy Sixers got two top four picks because that would have been fun because you know trust the process. I'm not a huge fan of Brian Colangelo though. I'm a huge fan of Joel Embiid though, and I want him. To I love Joel. Look, you, I got a, I got a trust process shirt, man. I love Joel Embiid with more than life itself. Did you see his quote where the process will never end because it starts with the process. The process is the process. Yes, and then it starts with getting back on the map, uh-huh. and then the process turns into winning. Then the process turns into getting the playoffs. Then the process turns into get to the finals. So the process it's continues, which process. I love. The process always continues, but uh, you should ask the Kings if the process continues. Hey, it worked. Uh, they get the f- fifth pick. That was fifth, five and ten. Five and ten, and I got I got questions about those picks, and I, I'm very interested to hear okay. your opinion because I'm on the outside. But um, Chris, you got the results. I don't have them right in front of me, but uh, yep. tell me how those ping pong balls bounced. Well, funny you say that. The Celtics got the first. Uh, Lakers two, Sixers three. Suns 4, Kings 5, Magic 6, T-Wolves 7, Knicks 8, Mavs 9, Kings 10, Hornets 11, Pistons 12, Nuggets 13, and the Miami Heat barely missed out on the playoffs and got that 14 spot. Yeah, and I mean, this this draft is very deep, which is it good. Is. Which is good. Because the NBA draft, not really known for being super deep. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a top five pick, you're pretty much screwed typically. But this draft, I think I could see it. I would say it's about, 10. it goes about eight, eight deep where I firmly believe, like, I, I, I'm fairly confident that at least eight of the players from this draft will be one or two options on a team. Yeah. And um, I, I, and that's at least eight. And that's not including Laurie Markinen, who's the shooter from Arizona, yeah. who I really like. Uh, Zach Collins has a couple uh, a couple people who are really high on him. Uh, OG Ananubi's talked about moving up from Indiana, but yeah, we we'll, we can get into those guys we'll, we'll, we'll way get, way we'll later. Get, yeah, we'll yeah, get that's, into that. that's for more towards the draft time. Uh, we're so we're sitting here in Sacramento. You know, we we, we, we we'll try and stay Sacramento centered, but we, we we don't necessarily need to. No. And this is a question I thought of, and I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you on this podcast. I ran a poll on Twitter. You might have saw it. The Kings, obviously in need of a point guard. They do not have a point guard on the roster with Collison and uh, Lawson going. Mm -hmm. At least free agents. I don't know if they're not going to sign. So safe assumption, 
Markel Fultz goes one. Mm-hmm. Safe assumption, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo goes, Ball two. goes two. Now, if De'Aaron Fox doesn't drop to five, who I think is the guy to draft. Yeah. So let's say let's say De'Aaron Fox goes four to the uh, no three to the Sixers because the Sixers can use a point they guard too. If they yeah, it's, so, it, that all depends on if they. I've heard a lot of rumors saying that they're very very content with playing Ben Simmons at the point and or going for Kyle Lowry in free agency. Okay. So we'll see on that. So, that that, so, that is still a possibility. But let, let's just say Fultz, Ball, Fox, sure. big yeah. three-point okay. cards in this draft. Yeah. You, As a Kings fan, you uh-huh. have the fifth and tenth pick in fifth the draft. Pick, yes. None of those point guards get to you. Do you maybe go Josh Jackson or do you maybe go Jason Tatum? And would you trade the tenth pick in the draft to the Lakers for D'Angelo Russell? I personally... If I'm running the team, is your yes. question okay? As or a, is it let, more? Let's get let's get your answers. If you're running the team, okay. or, And if as a fan you want to see that, okay. If I was running the team and that were the situation, I would probably take Josh Jackson or Jason Tatum, whichever of the two is left at five. Because um, one of them, th- that's the glorious thing about the Kings being five is one of Malik Monk. I'm sorry, I will forever call him Malik Monk. De'Aaron Fox, uh, Josh Jackson, or Jason Tatum is going to be available at yes. five. One of those three. Which is nice. And if it's not one of those three, then it's Baller Fultz, which is an obvious selection, but that's not happening. Um, and I don't want the Kings taking ball anyway. Um, but yeah, if I would go with Josh Jackson just because. Jason Tatum, his game reminds me a little bit of Rudy Gay in the sense of like he's just a sco- like he's not just a scorer, but like he's such uh he needs like 16 shots a game. Yes. And I feel like that's not the type of player that the Kings need. Um so I would personally go with Josh Jackson, who is a better distributor, way better defender. Uh if he, I I think he can probably figure out his shot. His shot's not horrible. It's more like how Andrew Wiggins' shot was coming in, where he's like a 35% yeah. probably his first year, and then um, from there we'll see if he stays at 35 or moves up. But, yeah, I would probably go with uh, J- Jason – or, I'm sorry, uh, Josh Jackson if I were running the team. Yes. And then take, like, Frank Nicotolina or whatever point guard you can get at 10 if there's one there. Um but As a fan, if the Lakers say, "Hey, we want the tenth pick," here's D'Angelo Russell because we have Lonzo Ball now. Mm-hmm. Do you want D'Angelo yeah, Russell I mean, for that tenth pick? What is is it ten? We're just saying it's ten. Let's hypothetically say ten. Okay, let's just say it's With ten. Ten and I'm, Malachi Richardson. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. Yeah, because I don't think at ten you get a player that's better than D'Angelo. What you know, D'Angelo is exactly and. And the Kings fully embracing this rebuild after the DeMarcus Cousins yeah. trade. You're going into game one with a hypothetical starting five of D'Angelo Russell at the one, Buddy Heald at the two, Josh Jackson slash Jason Tatum at the whichever three, one. Scala BCA at the four, yeah. and Willie cauley at the five. I think definitely if, if, uh, if that were to happen and and uh, uh, D'Angelo were to come to the Kings and be their starting point, I think Jason, uh, Josh Jackson would be the perfect pick there. I but that that's a good five. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's a that's, a, five not, that's it, a starting five that's all under twenty four years old. If you can get a decent bench, maybe get Tyreek yeah. back. Uh, maybe. W- I, no, no, no. 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 Okay. Never worry. Okay. Um, Tyreek Evans will never can, sniff Sacramento again. If you can get a decent bench behind that. Yeah. Eight seed? Or is that too much? Next season? I'm talking 2017, no, 2018. You don't no, think an 18 no, with no, a decent no, bench no, in that starting no, five? No, 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 not not ready to lose the Warriors in the first round no, yet. No, no, no. I just don't, I just don't think they're they're not there. like there's so like there's who are the teams that are ahead of them? Um, well, the Pelicans, Pelicans. They still have to pass the Pelicans. Uh, the Mavericks are going to be better next year. Denver's going to be nice. Denver's going to be better next year. They Portland. almost made it. The T Wolves still had a well, still had a no. They didn't. They I think they had one less lo- or one more loss than the Kings. Yeah, but the T Wolves already have that good of a lineup, yes. and that was them. La- like that's how I think the Kings would be is like how the T Wolves were this year, um, more of like a team where it's like, hey, like they actually have some things, and it wouldn't be. Cra- Here's the thing: it wouldn't be crazy though if the Kings were to make that. Like it yeah. would be crazy, but like it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, so we look at the teams in the postseason, right? Yes. Or outside of the postseason with the, the, the um, T-Wolves, all them. T-Wolves, Nuggets, So do you them. see them being any better than them? No? Nuggets, it T-Wolves? It would be hard for... Maybe the Nuggets have a drop-off um, just because 
we, the Nuggets haven't shown that they're this good before. Um, and it's hard. I mean, they lost, and Nurkic wasn't really playing for them, but they still lost. Like, yeah. that's still a great player off the bench. So, do you see Portland making the postseason again next year? <sighs> do you see Memphis? I see Memphis being in the postseason. Memphis again. is another tough one, though, because they, they may lose Zach, they may lose yeah. Jermichael Green. Yeah. And that's uh, that's their bench. So I, I see I see five teams you could write in pen that were in the postseason this year. That this year that'll be in next year. Because yeah. I agree on Memphis. Yep. Or I don't agree on Memphis. Excuse me. Okay. Warriors are going to be there. Yep. Spurs are going to be there. Yep. Rockets. Yep. Jazz. Yep. And the Thunder. The teams I'm going to. I'm s- not certain the Thunder will be there. We'll, the we'll Thunder see what they to, do in the The offseason. Thunder have to start losing basketball games eventually. <laughs> eventually, our trade Russ. Because th- th- I don't know what they're doing. Like they're literally setting themselves up to be middle of the road, which is the worst thing you could ever be. Yeah, but NBA. but if we're talking 2017, 2018 teams that I would write in pen to be in the postseason right now, I, would I wouldn't. Put OKC I wouldn't in put OKC in there. Okay, the three the three teams I would put in pencil: Memphis, Memphis Portland, yep. Clippers. Yep. Clippers, Clippers all depends maybe, on their yeah. offseason. Yeah. If they get Blake and big pa- if. if they get Blake and yeah. Paul back, then I'll put them in pin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely. no problem. But definitely. if they lose both of them, they're out. So yeah. you're hypothetical. So let's let's say my five okay. get into the postseason. Yep. Then you're put, moving three teams in. You put you got the Kings, you got the Nuggets, you got the T Wolves, which I would put in seven mm-hmm. eight seed. I would put the Nuggets if they reach peak what they can mm-hmm. be. I would maybe slide them in the six. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so then you, you know you're looking at four or five teams. I don't know if the Pelicans will get there. If the Pelicans we'll see, can that's, get yeah. a good guard, yeah. maybe. And de- their their maybe. depth is horrible. Yes. Um the other question I want to ask and this is maybe a Kings fan question, I uh-huh. don't know. You're the Celtics. You have the first pick in the draft. You can go Markel Fultz, get back up for Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. If I'm the Celtics, I'm already there. I don't have the time to rebuild. That's I don't what, have a time to build yeah. a player up. If I'm the Celtics, I call New Orleans, and I say, hey, you have that Anthony Davis guy. We have That's the first the right pick in the draft. Call. That's not the right phone not call. Not the right phone call? That's not the right phone call. Because cause I see it as a tier thing. You call about Anthony Davis because obviously you want the best player <laughs> on the team. And you settle for DeMarcus. And you settle for DeMarcus, right? Because they could use a big man. Because, listen, Jay Crowder might have the secret to beat the Warriors. He doesn't have the secret to beat the Cavaliers. Barely had the secret to beat the Wizards. You know, Kelly Olenek's not scoring 26 Here's the a thing, game. Though. Al Horford, come on, Al Horford. I don't know if the Celtics want. I don't. I don't think the Celtics want. I feel like this. Well, okay. The last thing this. I don't think the Al Horford has played well enough, yes. especially this postseason, to de like to get that center position at least locked up for the rest of his or for next year at least. Yeah. Oh no, Al Horford is fine, but he's not going to be that player who's like, oh my god, they got Al Horford, they can beat the Cavs. We don't know Demarcus Cousins can be that either, though. He hasn't played in the playoffs. But, but if you pair him with Isaiah and you pair We've him with Horford. That. Yeah, but Isaiah. We've seen what Isaiah and DeMarcus can do. Isaiah isn't Isaiah. Isaiah wasn't Isaiah, Isaiah, with the Kings. Isaiah and DeMarcus cannot play together okay. and flourish because so, they 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 both just both need the ball too much. Okay, yeah, and that's no. the, that's the cancer of Brad Stevens' offense is <laughs> lack of ball movement. Yes, and 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 I agree. I I'm not necessarily saying DeMarcus Cousins is the guy you want. He's a good piece. I just say you call the Pelicans asking about Anthony Davis. I feel like Porzingis is the one that you call for. Or Porzingis is not happy. Jimmy Butler. I don't think the I don't think the so, Bulls do that. Then I'll open the question like this: If you're the Celtics, are you drafting Markel Fultz to kind of groom? If I'm the Celtics, I'm taking Markel okay. Fultz. Markel Fultz is insane. Do you shop that pick though? Do you at least shop the pick to see what you can get? I would see if I I would rather have. Porzingis then Fultz just because you know what Porz I the the known you like, commodity you like unicorns is what you're telling me. the known commodity is just uh, always a better option if you know because we know Porzingis is going to be incredible he already is great he does incredible things he's a great basketball player he's under 21 like it it's if you say if Porzingis was in this draft would he be the first pick the answer is yes if you like knowing what he is yeah. I oh, would, you could I even would do that trade. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the draft class because I'd even argue he'd be the first pick in that draft if I remember uh, that. Tra- that was Jaleel Okafor. Uh, who else? Who was the first pick in that draft? I that believe, was not was that, Wiggins. Was it Cat? That was. Um, was it, I think it was Cat. It was Carl Anthony Towns. It was Carl Anthony Let's Towns one. Draft. It was Hang Jaleel on. two. It was De- no, it was D'Angelo two, and then it was Jaleel three. Porzingis four. You have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, Carl Anthony Towns. Correct. Yeah. 
D'Angelo Russell, correct. Yep. Yeah, you got this down. Uh, yep. Jaleel Okafor, three. Porzingis, four. Obviously, if I'm the Sixers, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed I didn't go Porzingis. Well, they. I was literally just reading something Damn, about I guess the reason why they didn't take Porzingis was because, kind of like what Lonzo Ball is rumored to do, yeah. he uh, just straight up didn't send all the all of his information to the Sixers, and the Sixers weren't going to take an unknown Latvian yeah. seven-footer. I mean, even Nick fans weren't happy. This, no, they weren't. No, <laughs> no they were not. This draft was pretty nice, though. Yeah. You look at this draft. Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Oka 4, Kristaps Porzingis, mm-hmm. 5 was Hezonja. Hezonja. Yep. Trash. Willie Cauley-Sign, which Went jury's still out on him, 6. Set, six Emmanuel Moutier, trash. jury's still out on him. No, trash. Out on him, okay. Trash. <laughs> uh, and then Stanley Johnson, you know, Tra- whatever. Uh, well, Frank, Frank Kaminsky. Frank's all right. Uh, Justice Winslow. We, we don't know Justice. Justice is unknown still. But then I'm going to skip names. Yeah. Miles Turner, 11. Great. Devin Booker, 13. Value. Kelly Oubre, 15. We'll see. Terry Rozier, which well, again, apparently we'll he was untouchable at the trade deadline. Um, yeah. And then uh, I think that's about it for the first one. Larry Nance Jr. I mean, but this was, and this is two years ago. And these guys have ago. already blossomed to yes. what we know them to be now. Yes. Um. So, so. If uh, honestly, too, you got to remember the Celtics have the Nuggets. They're the Nets pick next they year have a, too. Yeah, they have a next so year. So honestly, the safest play, and I, I'm thinking about it now because I was thinking maybe they should trade it. Go Markel Fultz. You don't know what's going to happen yeah. by Isaiah Thomas next year. Trade next can, year. Yeah, trade next year's pick. Trade next year. Because um, next year, the best part about next year's pick is no one knows what pick it's going to be until yes. it's until it's next year's lottery. Yes. So until then, it's the worst. It's the best odds. Yes. And um, the Celtics are in a very good place. They won the lottery. I mean, yeah, it's it's a good, that's a pretty good twenty four hours. No, yeah. reaching the Eastern Conference Finals and then winning the lottery. Yeah, see what we did there. Because now we're going to talk. That's about decent. Yeah, playoffs. hey, you see playoffs. That? Hey. It's, it's also playoff time. The ping pong balls are fun to talk about, but there's but it's, still let's basketball. Talk about the basketballs. Um, and I'm going to ask you this question because um, I'm a little biased. Zaza Pachulia. We're gonna we're gonna start there. We don't need to go too deep because it's a couple yep. days old. Yep. Is he out game? Questionable. Zaza Pachulia, the play everybody's talking about. Uh-huh. I, what do you say? What do you think? When I have I, an opinion. F- the first day that it happened, the night it happened, up until pretty much the next day when Popovich spoke, I was fully team. Like it was just, it was fine. Like I understand everyone like wants to make something uh, out of nothing, but like I, when I first saw it, I thought it was fine. And then Greg Popovich made the manslaughter comment. Which people are it, mad at him for. It really got me thinking about it, and it's it's pretty factual. Like, no, it's true. It, like, you don't do that. Like, everyone knows you don't do that. Yeah. It's, and he did it. Like, he did it. It's a fact that he did it. You can't argue. The argument is not if he did it or not. Yes. The, the argument is intent. And I think Popovich makes a, like... A phenomenal point. Like, intent doesn't matter. Like, he did it. Basketball players, especially professional basketball players, know you don't do that. Like, you don't do that at the YMCA, yeah. let alone in the NBA. I It may not have been dirty, but it was shady, at the least. I don't think... Yes... Yes, I do think. I don't that's think he's a, that's a dirty. Play. I don't like. I, I don't like labeling people off of one play. Kelly Olynyk is dirty. He has Kelly a Olenek's record dirty. of Draymond dirty Green plays. Is dirty. Draymond Green is dirty. There's dirty players, yes. but and Olen- or uh, Petrullius had a pass. Yeah, Petrullius had a pass. He is an aggravator, but I wouldn't say. Looking at the play, I also don't follow Zaza's career enough. To I don't. Know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't I think anybody has followed Zaza. I didn't Zaza. start following it until that Nash Greer right, Snapchat let's guy go tried to get him voted plus for. Plus or minus seven teams for Zaza Petrullia in his career so far. I think it's a seven. You think it's? I actually seven? think okay. it's at seven on okay. the dot. I'll look right. that up. What a push! But what um, a push! But yeah, no, I thought the play was fine. I. It just, I mean, honestly, like, stuff happens. Like, yeah, see, I don't, it's unfortunate. It's I don't, super there's, there's unfor- people like, that think Zaza knew exactly no, what he was doing. Okay, as, here's the thing. Why would he I, have waited till the third quarter to do it? Or what was it, second quarter? Third quarter. Because it happened twice. Orlando, he, he, Mil- he tweaked his ankle twice. Yeah. Orlando, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Milwaukee again, Dallas, Golden State. There's six. So that's six. Um, Orlando, yeah. There's seven jerseys show oh, because it's probably a team change. He played twice. He played twice yeah. for Milwaukee. Um, so, I Zaza's clumsy. 
I don't think you could yeah. sit there and say he knew exactly what he was doing. Yes, it's a dirty play, getting your feet in yeah. that area. But then the question begs, and I don't know if you've seen this. I pay attention to it. LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. There's been two instances, game one and game two, of him kind of taking an extra slide step into Curry in game one, mm-hmm. Durant in game two. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really talking I mean, about it. I haven't it seen any of Because nobody's, nobody's uh-huh. gotten hurt on it. Uh-huh. So are we just going to ignore that until somebody gets I hurt? Guess. Is that I mean, what? that's kind of it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. And then my that's other question is Kawhi got hurt a couple minutes beforehand. Yeah, he, he did. stepped on yeah. the bench. Yeah. Do we put some of the blame on Popovich? Up 25, your best player rolls his ankle, already a tender ankle. Instead of resting him until you absolutely need him again, because you're up 25 in the third quarter, why do you need to put him back in two minutes later? You know what I mean? And I'm not going to sit here and say this is 100% Popovich's fault. But you're up 25 in the third quarter. Your best player just re-injured a body part that's been hurt. What's what's the what's the reward of putting him back into a game? Maybe if the game gets down to 10-15, then you throw him back in. I don't feel like that's fair. No, you can't, no it's not no, fair. Okay, like, I'm just being I crazy. Mean, they, they lost the game. So they lost there's the game. proof enough that Kawhi needed to stay in yes. because they were up 25 and they still lost the game. And I, I don't want I, – I'm probably going to get backlash. I don't want to say Kawhi was the reason the Warriors won that game because the Warriors have shown the ability to come back from that deficit no. before. The, I think there's a, dire- I, there's a direct correlation. There's a correlation. To- <laughs> but I don't want to sit there and say Kawhi going out was the reason. Because you're an NBA team. I don't care no, if your yeah, best player's not, out. If you're up 25. It's not the reason, but it's a reason. It's, because, a, it's a pretty it's a significant reason. Yeah, because you go back to March, the Warriors played the, the Spurs. The Warriors uh-huh. fell behind 22 in the first quarter. Obviously, there's more time. Uh-huh. Without Durant, the Warriors still came back and won that game. Uh-huh. When the Spurs had Kawhi. So I think there's a lot of things you can sit there and say Kawhi getting hurt helped the Warriors win that game, but I don't think it's 100% the reason. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's probably. I think, I think it's, it's got to be at least like 65% of the reason why they lost. And the other 35% has 35 to be Katie just, and Steph it's just, combining I mean, it's, for yeah, 74. It's the flow of the game. So. I mean, um, runs happen. It's it's how the game goes. We saw the Wizards win on a 26 nothing run. And granted, that was not to come back. That was to annihilate the Celtics. Yeah, that was to, but, to make um, it a 26-point yeah, game. Exactly. But, I mean, it's a game of runs, and runs happen, and injuries happen, and it sucks that Kawhi went down like that. I I, I don't take any pleasure in seeing the Warriors win games, but, like, they, they did. They won the game. Like, at the end of the day, you're up 25. And that that's that's my argument is I'm not when I say they're up twenty five like I'm it's not, NBA players and you're up twenty five like exactly that, that should that shouldn't it shouldn't have happened it still yes. shouldn't have happened it's just it's shocking. it did happen it's but, shocking too that that happened to a Popovich coach team yeah but at the same time this is this Spurs team more than any other Spurs team in history is. Well, not in history, but in in this Recent era, memory. this era of Spurs basketball, since probably David Robinson was their best player, yeah. have they relied on one key player as much as they yeah. have on Kawhi this year? Because before Tony Parker got hurt, Tony Parker was averaging like I think fifteen points a game yep. in this playoffs, yep. and that's miles better than how he was playing in the regular season. And and then Tony went out, and that put the burden more on Kawhi. And now Kawhi's out, and the, the and thing they just don't have it. Jonathan Simmons is their go-to player. I mean, well, the thing, the issue is, is their go-to player now is Lamarcus Aldridge, and he's done yeah, nothing Marcus offensively. Aldridge, I mean, Lamarcus he had Aldridge a good game is like one. the worst possible version of what happened with Al Horford. Like Al yeah. Horford's kind of redeemed himself. Not redeemed. I think Al Horford's played fine all year because yeah. this is how Al Horford's always been a fifteen and eight nine player. Um, but. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge was like a 20-plus-a-game scorer in, in Portland, and he's just not. Like, he's – I don't know if it's injuries have it's, caught up. He looks slow. He looks like every shot he takes his back is just stiff. And LaMarcus Aldridge. He looks like he has – he's never played in the Western Conference Finals. That's what it looks like. The, the, the thing is with LaMarcus Aldridge and – the the Blazers, yeah, they had Dame when Aldridge was there. They were never. The team was stacked. They were never until until Dame came. They were never. No, really they weren't. Great. Brand, no, they were. They they had. Brand, they weren't. Brandon Roy was the last years. I think that they were. Brandon like Roy never even made the playoffs. Team. I don't think he did. I, I mean, he, he may did. have made yeah, it once. Did. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm wrong then. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge, oh, I 
I think he's starting to get to a point where he falls into the Josh Smith category of really good player on bad teams, on average teams. But then the second they get put into a good team and a good system, all of a sudden they kind of fade to the background. That Blazer team was sick. I'm not. Oh, that, yeah, no. that Blazer team, because that was, well, was the Blazer team that took out his uh, latter Harden year. And, and his latter year when Dame came. And, yes. uh, and they had yeah, that. Yeah, but that was a good team. Good. And he good played team. really, really well. That got him paid. Yeah. He was the most sought after free agent. That he was. He was the guy that offseason. Yeah. He was. He, <laughs> and could uh, you imagine? Remember all the talk of him going to the Lakers? Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, him dude, Adam there? Levine. Zach Adam Levine. Levine? No, Adam Levine, the uh, maroon. Oh, that's right. He was his at the jersey? pitch. Wasn't he? His jersey. Yeah, he yeah, was at the pitch, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Love, love the Lakers right. falling apart. Um, I know. That's the, that's honestly, if we could just go back to lot, that's the worst part of the whole lottery. We we kind of skim by it, but the Lakers getting their pick this year <laughs> is the the worst thing that's I think ever happened to the NBA. What I want to have happen so desperately. Just to see what would happen mm-hmm. is the Lakers to skip over. It's not going to happen, but to skip on Lonzo. Wow! Imagine just where just, would he fall? Just imagine how like, far would Lonzo Ball fall? Let's play hypothetical. Let's here. play hypothetical, and let's say I honestly, if Lonzo gets to three, but okay, let's let's also him. say because it's a real thing. Lonzo does only works out for the Lakers. Only yeah, works out. I think out for, that's what was reported. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what only, I'm saying. Yeah, he said he's going to do that. And then Lakers have also said though that they want to have uh, De'Aaron Fox come in on Lonzo's workout and go one on one. So theoretically, and Magic Johnson was at that UCLA Kentucky game, saw De'Aaron cook him. Yeah. In person. Yes. And that was co- that was as cooked as you can be. I gotta look at the order. I, I gotta look at the order to see where he would fall to. Because Sixers are three. Sixers at three possibility. That's a possibility, but the like like Phoenix at four. Doesn't Phoenix. Need a point I don't. Guard. I don't know if. I don't. I. I pray to God the Kings don't take him. Seven at Minnesota. I think that would be. The I think. I think Minnesota would have to at that point because they. they, they I no. I think the Magic would take him. The Magic would one hundred percent take him. Uh, I, I the Magic think, are desperate. Magic I need everybody. I don't think they're give, done yet on a Alfred Payton. Payton? Yet. I don't think they're done on it. You don't yet. think that they would rather have Lonzo Ball than Alfred Payton? I think they have bigger needs. I feel like they can comfortably sit there and say, well, uh, it's hard to have a bigger need than starting point guard. I don't know. Starting point guard's kind of the most important position in the league. Oh, what if he goes to the Knicks? There's no way. <sighs> That'd be so fun. What if though. Phil. I could see Phil trading up. If Lonzo were to slip past two, Phil. The Sixers have been talking about trading that three spot, too. Three pick for Porzingis. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't think. Maybe Mello. Oh, no, I do not want. Dude, Mello. Mello on the Sixers. I have with this, Ben Simmons I have, and Joel Embiid. I have this fantasy of Carmelo going to OKC because okay, Russ needs the ball in his hands. Carmelo needs the ball in his hands. I just want I think to Rudy see Gay that. is going to. Okay, so Rudy Gay will probably go to OKC because yeah. weren't the Kings talking about trading they were, to yeah, OKC? Yeah. yeah, OKC was the only uh, team that really ever talked about trading for him. <laughs> I, I think in a, I, I think Lonzo's going to go too. Yeah, I just want to see Lavar Ball's press tour after oh, Lo- Lonzo Ball gets he drafted slips. by Minnesota, or oh, Lonzo think, gets drafted by Orlando. I, I, Orlando, I feel like may be fine for him because Florida is. But it's not it's a, it's Los not Angeles. That's it is thing. for sure. And you're not, not even going to the best city in Florida. You're going That's to like factual. the eighth best city in Florida. Yeah, Orlando? had Disney World not been in Orlando, Orlando, or, nobody would know what Orlando I like is. They I like. No, there's nothing else there. Fox Sports One would be on fire. Like, I think Lavar Ball would actually set Fox Sports One studios on, <laughs> on fire, fire if he goes to Orlando or Minnesota. Just, just saying. That's a hot take. No pun intended. Hot take. <laughs> no pun intended. The shoe, the shoe deal would be gone. The the, the ZO twos would be just on fire. They'd be gone. Um, but I, it, it, it's it's something to think about, just because it, it could happen. Anything's possible in the NBA draft. Uh, we've seen that before, and it's 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 surprising That's picture going to happen. When does this draft start for you? Does it start at three or does it start at six? At three, the is, NBA draft doesn't ever start for me until the Sacramento Kings take a foreign center that I've never heard of. That's when the NBA draft okay. starts for me. Well, then this draft is not going to start for you. 
Oh. No, um, honestly, uh, probably after Fultz gets off the board, that's when it'll probably be a little more exciting. Because you know Fultz is going to be gone. The Lakers have options. Lakers, I feel like they don't. I feel like the Lakers have kind of sunk themselves into Lonzo and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So then... Like, then it, it'll, it'll, does it start at three or does it start at six? Because we kind of like we we already kind of talked about it. Like the first five is kind of set with Jackson, Tatum, and Fox. Well, it's the order. That's the question: is what order are they going to go in? But we kind of know the. But that doesn't. To me, that doesn't necessarily set. The only issue in the top five in terms of order is which small forward is taken and yeah. at which spot. And it's kind of well, it's not really the same with the point guards, but who knows? I, I think. I'll say three. That's on the draft. When the Sixers okay. get up, see what they want to do. Because um, they, they have if the Sixers do trade that pick. They can trade. They could go De'Aaron Fox. They could go They Josh could Jackson. go De'Aaron Fox. If they go De'Aaron Fox, I think the draft becomes something that no one could have anticipated. Maybe you see the Kings trying to package their two picks. I think they would do. If I, I, I think uh, uh, there, there's two names that I really see not named Markel Fultz. That I think are can't miss prospects. Okay, De'Aaron Fox. Okay, and the Josh. shooting doesn't the shooting doesn't concern you with De'Aaron Fox. Not enough because that's I've, the only reason why I won't say first. I think he's great slash like upper above average NBA point guard in everything else. I pretty much except for shooting. I I'd say he's an average defender. At and obviously, I sound a little hypocritical because I'm a Warrior fan. Shooting isn't the first thing I look at at a point guard. It's not the first thing, but it's an important thing. I don't like, think it's you the, still as a point guard though. Like, ask Alfred. Like, that's the main problem with Alfred Payton is when a point guard can't shoot, you can just back off of him and like be like, all right, like if you want to drive, go ahead, and if you want to pass it, go ahead. But you're pretty much not a part yeah. of the offense. I, I think De'Aaron Fox will be a, a decent shooter. I think I do too. I, I think, think he's going to be out. fine. I, I'm not. I think concerned. he'll be fine. I think De'Aaron Fox. And I think Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. I like I'm, Josh I'm, Jackson's I'm, defense. Yeah, his defense. Like that's just something that's going to trend. Like I think at the worst, Josh Jackson's like uh, Wilson Chandler or something. like and that. And at the best, you know? if he learns how to shoot the ball a little bit. Get some basketball IQ, Draymond. He could be like a Paul George. Draymond. I think. I don't want. I don't like him playing the four. He's a lot faster. And he's way more athletic. Well, I'm like, just talking the of style of play. I, but I, Draymond I, I don't plays miss, slowly. That's true too. Like, yeah. I, Josh, I think. I think Paul George is good. Is well, that, good. that begs another question. Is I saw an article today that was uh-huh. like, when will a team find the next Draymond Green? That's a, such a. That's an unfair. That's like because to me, that's like saying when are we going to find the next Porzingis or where are we going to find the I next Dirk? Think, it's like I don't. Th- I think there's one of these people, and I think that's what makes them so exactly. Like, are we ever going to find? There's a never going to be a six not six seven guy who can play defense against all five, five positions. positions, can shoot the ball, can pass the ball, can IQ. rebound at a good level for someone who's six yes. seven. Got great vision. Like yes. Draymond is a special player. Draymond gets such a bad rap because of who he is, and I understand. Yeah, I'm not it's also because there. his role isn't as big as it could be. I think that's a huge issue. Is that people see Steph and KD running the show, and it yeah. seems like Draymond is more. Um, what's the term I could use? A beneficiary Moderator. of. Oh, yeah. The success of just the fluidity and openness of the Warriors. I think we. Can I personally s- don't see that. I think Draymond's great. I thought I thought Draymond should have left to Detroit last offseason yeah. just for the sake of like having like showing everyone how good he. Really yeah. Is. The the argument is big with Draymond is he's a system player. I don't I think he don't is. Think no, that's I don't think he is. I think that's unfair. Every. I think NBA, if anything, it makes him worse. Every NBA team can use the best defender in the NBA. Yeah, every NBA. Oh, yeah. I don't care what system you're on offensively. Well, even if you want to say that's a part of the team, like even if you want to say like his fantastic defense, like he's still at least like a good to in, like pretty great defender. Yeah, like he's an above, like he's an elite defender. Oh, he's no question. Like, he should should win Depoy this year. I mean, probably yeah, because that that team just it, yeah, it's hard to play defense when. Everyone's just trying to kill you guys every night yeah. on a nightly basis. But I, I just look at the versatility of Draymond and how you need him to guard. There, there's, there's possessions. I've seen videos of possessions this postseason where in one possession he guards all five positions. I feel like, yeah, I, I've seen and gifts just, of that too. I feel like the issue is instead of people saying 
this guy is going to be the next Draymond. I, I've always looked at the NBA more of an archetype system where there's people, like there's certain players who just are excel in their, like Michael Jordan is a certain type of archetype. He is a selfish, like as a basketball player, not as human, whatever the, you want to say. He's a selfish, like ball dominant, ISO shooting guard who's elite. That is archetype is what Kobe is. Kobe is the closest to Jordan we will ever see at that archetype. LeBron is like the best possible version of Magic Johnson. That's what that is. Yes. KD, you could argue, is one of his own. Like, KD, we've never seen a seven-foot shooter who can like who can shoot the ball like how yeah. he does. Dribble yeah. the ball. Play the three. Like, Russell Westbrook's his own archetype, you could argue. Like, there's... It's instead of so I say that all to say instead of saying people are the next someone, the argument should instead be like, hey, he can fit a similar yeah. mold as this, and maybe that's what they're trying because to say. I think, I just, I, 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 agree. I think in the NBA today, we have a bunch of players that were never gonna see replicated. No, we can't. There's never gonna be another James Harden. No, like, there's never gonna be another Russ. No, there's never gonna be another Draymond. Hell, I. I there might not ever be another Steph to the effect Probably of what not, Steph no, is. No, because I don't think we're ever well, going to find yeah, a player. I mean, you could argue Steph is just the best possible version of like Steve Nash or Pete Maravich. And as small as Steph is, you're never going to see a guy triple cover right like now, Steph is. Somewhere, some like sixty-year-old man just like had a stroke because I said Steph Curry is the best possible version of Pete Maravich. Oh, well, because he is. <laughs> Shh, you don't speak bad about the pistol. <laughs> <laughs> just Steph is. Uh, and and uh, and uh, as a warrior fan obviously I'm a little biased on that is just he is he is something else I mean yeah I yeah, I don't think airtime needs to be I don't think breath needs to be wasted and, on saying how great Steph Curry is if and, anyone doesn't get it like it like and I said this to you last week about the difference between this team this warriors team and last year's warriors the 73 win team and this, because the argument is, is which Warrior team is better, the 73 win team or this year's team? The obvious answer is this year's team because of, come on, you, you get Kevin Durant, upgrade from Harrison Barnes. But the reason why this team doesn't get as much carry as it does is because Steph isn't Steph mode this year. He isn't in the mode he was in last year because people got annoyed with the Warriors last year, but at least with the Warriors last year, you at least got to watch Steph do things day in and day out that you've never seen before. Where this year, he's not pulling up from 35 feet and making them no matter what. Last year, he was doing that. This year, people are more annoyed with the Warriors because they're just winning in a way that's like... Oh, Steph had 26 with five threes, but none of them were just amazing three-point shots, you know? And that that's the big difference why I think people find this Warrior team more. And obviously, the other one is Kevin Durant. But people are more annoyed with this Warrior team winning than last year because Steph isn't doing what he did last year. He isn't hitting 402 threes. I guess we'll have to settle for 340 or whatever he made this year. I don't know if you want sympathy or not, but I'm, I'm not, not looking I'm for sympathy. I'm not giving you any sympathy. When for my it. favorite team is the best team the NBA's ever seen, I don't need sympathy. That's um, fine. I could use sympathy on the the oh the Warriors get lucky every postseason by playing injured by playing all the injured teams, but I we don't need to get on that because then this podcast will go from a 45 minute podcast to about a three hour podcast. Um, so when you're looking at it, so so we'll dive back into the postseason real quick. So inevitably. Warriors, Cavaliers, unless you have some secret idea that the Celtics can beat the Cavs. No. Um, I, we could talk on that. I, what, what do you like? Not, I don't. I don't think there's the, the, a real good shot that the, even a decent shot that either the Spurs or the Celtics win. But if they are to take a game, like if they are to make, a, here's the thing. Both of these, the Spurs and the, well, the Celtics game, I think just wrapped up. The Celtics game just wrapped up. It. The final as score. As we're recording this, um, but the point it. is, they both of those teams are not faring well in terms of like keeping the games close. No. So if they're going to make the games closer, what do the Spurs have to do? I.e., what do the Warriors not do? Excellent. Spurs need to that hope they can take advantage of. The Spurs need to hope Kawhi comes back. 
Okay. That's the biggest That's thing That's step for one, them. obviously. Um, it's going to be... Re- yeah. It's- the biggest difference this postseason I've seen with the Warriors, because I watch a mm. lot of Warrior games, is the Warriors would come out... And the regular season would come out in the first half a little... Not lackadaisical, but there'd mm. be a lot of games where they'd score 45 points mm-hmm. in the first half, which is Just play an average expect. NBA half. And then in the third quarter, they go into that soul-crushing mode mm-hmm. where it's like they'll go on that 15-2 run in 90 yeah. seconds. The Warriors this postseason... They have gone on those 15-2 runs in the first half relatively consistently. Mm. Where in the first half, you get the feel that this Warriors team isn't going to lose today. Um, where the big difference is in the regular season, the Warriors wouldn't show up until about the third quarter. The Spurs need to hope the Warriors come out slow. Like they did game one. And obviously the quiet injury turned it around. They need to hope the Warriors come out slow. They're not shooting well. They're turning the ball over a lot. Because the Warriors offense really relies on shooting well and not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. The Warriors in the first half in game one were turning the ball over. They weren't shooting well. Another key is they weren't getting defensive rebounds. The Spurs really beat the Warriors up on the offensive boards mm-hmm. in the first half. The Warriors tamed it a bit in the second half, but they didn't. Uh, but the big thing is, is Katie and Steph combining for 76. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not going to win any games. Um, they also people. <laughs> really need to hope Clay stays cold. Clay has not been shooting very yeah. well. He only had six points in game one. I mean, look and at game one. This is about the time where Clay starts to uh, get hot. Yeah, so so they need to hope Clay because if Clay's getting hot, the Warriors are not going to happen. It, it, realistically, if Clay starts getting hot, the way the Warriors are playing right now, they should win the finals. Mm. If Clay starts turning into Clay and they Steph definitely. stays as Steph and Katie stays as Katie and Dre stays as Dre, nothing they're not losing a game yeah, in the postseason. They're winning the rest of the game. It's not anyone else's fault. But if exactly, just the Warriors are catching on. Yeah. But if Clay stays as he is, they'll lose one or two against the Cavs. They might lose one. I feel like it's not fair to talk about what the Cavs are going to do against them yet, just because we really don't know we how don't the know Cavs yet. are going to come out. Um, the only way the Celtics win a game or two. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know how. Like they need to. <laughs> The Cavaliers' defense has been suspect. It has. Slow down the pace. Not since the playoffs, though. This playoffs, they've played some pretty sick. De- I, minus Indiana, the, the Indiana series set alone because Paul George goes. Paul George must think LeBron. Le, Paul George has the utmost respect for LeBron yeah. James, clearly, because that man shows up every single time they play. Yeah, if, if I'm the Celtics, I, I slow down the tempo. I try and keep the ball out of so LeBron's hands. you try to limit hand. possessions. Trying to limit possessions that LeBron I feel like that's not a game. That's not I feel a good like idea. you don't want to get into an efficiency it's battle with LeBron. It's not a good idea. That's the thing. Yeah. Is if you try and run the tempo against them and try and outscore them, you're not going to do gonna that. They're just going to outshoot you. Because you don't have the defensive yeah. firepower. You have a decent defense. They do, but they don't Nobody's have... stopping LeBron on that defense. That's the issue with them. Jay Crowder's not stopping them. Yeah. Kelly Olenek, Al Horford, none of them are going to yeah. stop them. That's the issue. The only way is you grind it out and you shoot the lights out. That's yeah. the only way they take Here's a game the this thing, series. The Celtics got blown out at home. Yeah. Game one. Yeah. Granted, they're probably exhausted from that Wizard series. I, I was going to take that as advantage for them because the Cavaliers had to sit yeah, so I long, mean, and you're taking one day off to go right into it. But rest is a real thing, though, man. Let's just be honest. The Celtics aren't winning this series. No, 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 no. The only way they win is that they shoot the lights out. And even then, I think it'd be tough. I mean, and that's why I, I say you. The grind Cavs it. were shooting like fourteen percent in the first half yeah. from three this game, yeah. and they were still up by like twenty. Yeah, they, they, that's why I say grind. If you shoot the lights out, you need to grind it out to just to limit the possessions. That's all. Those it things is. seem like they can't go together. I feel like you can't exactly. shoot the lights out. Exactly, and yet that's play the issue. I, I am giving them a illogical thing yeah. to do, and that's the only way they're going to win. Got it. Yep. You need to. You need to. You know, dribble through the defense, but. Make some passes. Because let's be, I'm going to be honest. I don't buy in. Obviously, nobody buys in that the Celtics are the best team in the East. No. I don't even buy in that they're the second best team. No, I, I still th- think, I the, think Wizards. the Wizards should have won. I still think the, the Wizards, Wizards are had like five or six wins in that series that they just let. The go. Wizards. As a Wizard fan, I'm not pissed that we lost to the Celtics. I'm, I'm pissed, pissed we that lost Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk beat the the Wizards. Plain and simple. If Kelly Olynyk goes into his little hole and doesn't score 26 points, we're talking about a Wizards-Cavalier series that maybe goes six games. Uh, No? No. No? Okay. Okay. The Wizards aren't... The problem... Here's the thing that no one's talking about with the Cavs, and I think we'll probably wrap up on this. The the Cavs are... 
no one's talking about how deep they are. Think about just think about the guards that will play for the Cavs yeah. at in all 48 minutes in the game. Yep. One at least two of these people will be in. Darren Williams, Kyrie Irving, J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert, Kyle Korver. Yeah. One of those two of those five at least are on the court at all times. Not to mention some dude named LeBron. Who that? Exactly. Like just some guy like they're deep and the Wizards are not. And the Celtics are a little bit more than the Wizards, which clearly means nothing as we saw today, but it's I I just yeah, I that'd be the one thing I'm not sure the Warriors can do is when they have to go to the bench for anybody. Obviously the Warriors are going to keep one or at, at least two of their superstars yeah. on the court at all times. But like when it happens Sean Livingston is he's great but yeah. you know Kyrie, like Kyrie's better. <laughs> the biggest question And Darren Williams is playing better. The biggest question on the Warriors bench to me for the Cavaliers is I think I think Livingston's fine. Uh-huh. Iguodala is obviously fine. Yeah, Ian Clark can hold. I his think ground. it was so funny the the narrative of Iguodala was going to be the one that broke down, yeah. and yet Iguodala's like the most physically fit man on that team. Well, yeah, Iguodala's breaking down already. His uh, he missed game two. Honestly, they're probably going to hold him out until the finals. That's my guess. I think he's fine. I the, really don't like. I think he's banged up, but like I feel like Iguodala's. It takes really good care of his body. He does. Um, golfing a lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot of red I, the, the biggest question about the Warriors bench, because I think the Warriors bench can go blow for blow with the Cavaliers bench. You think? I think. Well, mainly because... They got Channing be, Fry well, because as their of, backup center. Well, because of the point of the Warriors bench typically consists of two of the big fl- four on the floor. But okay. The biggest question yeah. to me... I would argue LeBron's also going to be on the court. Probably he's not going to play forty-eight minutes, though. Let's see. He, he might. He might. I think he may. Um, I really. Biggest... I like. I seriously think he may. Javale McGee. JaVale... What Javale McGee are you going to get? I. I think if you can get. Here's the, the thing, though. When you play against a stretch, like the Cavaliers stretch the floor, especially yeah. at the big. If Tristan Thompson's in, I think Javale McGee will be fine. Yeah. But once Channing Fry comes in, and I think if Tyron Lue notices that, hey, stretch. Bigs are like gonna be a problem for JaVale because mm-hmm. if you take JaVale out of the paint, he's useless. Yes. And you that, obvi- and you cannot leave Channing Fry either. That's the question is where JaVale I, JaVale might get limited minutes in the final. And JaVale McGee I mean we've seen the Cavs have that's been the Cavs MO is take the Warriors big men out of the game and win the game in on the block. And JaVale the, the, the JaVale McGee is arguably the best center they could have because yeah. since the Warriors have built the team, they've because he's had, not great, but like he plays better than they've never had expected. an offensive-minded center like Javale. They've had Bogut. They've I don't had, think Javale's offensive-minded. But but what Javale does is he gives you he a score. He has capability of scoring. But because with the Warriors, with Bogut, Bogut, with David West, Dan West, uh, David Zaza, Lee, Zaza, those are guys you don't really need to worry about offensively beating you. But when Zaza, yeah. when uh, Javale's in the game, all of a sudden you have a guy who can score Lob. a little bit on yeah. the inside. Yeah, Pick and you can't and really yeah. cover the perimeter like you can do because you you guard that perimeter. Javale's going to be open. Yeah. So that and I think JaVale is really as weird as it sounds is going to be an X factor in the finals. I think we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, X factor either way. Yeah, yes. definitely. Um, I think this finals, uh, and and maybe this is a talk for another day because it's it's something that as a Warrior fan, it's it's bothered me in the parody of the NBA because the league has never been about parody. Yeah, people are usually complaining. the best wins out of a seven game Pe- series. People are comp- complaining like, "Oh, we don't want Warrior Cavaliers 3. We've already seen it." Blah blah blah. That's stupid. And it's it's like, "Man, do you <laughs> You know what I don't want to see is Wizards Warriors. Well, are <laughs> or not even Celtics that. Warriors. Are you want something different? How about How about the Utah Jazz against the Hard Toronto pass. Raptors, Hard pass. you know? Hard like, pass, and obviously buddy. that's that's something for another day, but um I I I'm really looking forward to Warriors Cavs 3. Um, it should knock be on wood. One. Knock on wood. I mean, I, we don't really need to knock on wood. The, the, it's just hold, uh, hey, ideally, hey, I want, you I may want, regret saying that. I want them both going into the finals twelve and zero. Do you know how unbelievable that would be? Uh, pretty, pretty unbelievable. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah, that'd be no that'd, excuses. 
Uh, I think the war. I think the Cavs still have a legitimate excuse of they didn't add a top five player this offseason. That seems like a pretty decent excuse. Yeah, but could you argue that LeBron is counts as the entire top three himself? No, no, you can't. No, no okay. you can't. No. Well, you're trying to tell me Darren Williams isn't a top five player? You know, Kyle um, Korver. Mm, no. Man, okay. No. Okay. Well, I think uh, that should do it. Yeah. Uh, man. So maybe we should just kind of wrap it up with a conclusion of what we were planning to do with this. Sure. As an hey. idea, just since it's the first yeah, one, hey, we're just kind of getting everybody to let know. know what to uh, expect. So the penciled in plan right now is once a week. Yeah. That's kind of our penciled yeah. in plan. Uh, it if, seems doable. If something big happens, like maybe we'll have a special yeah, episode we'll for an NBA in. draft, yeah, sure. uh, finals, here and there. Um, that's really the plan right now. We're getting, we plan on talking everything. Or are we still on? Yeah, you just yeah. made a weird face. No, sorry. You looked yeah. at the computer like, "Oh my god, no. <laughs> everything um, is gone. All of this has been deleted." We gotta restart. Um, yeah, we we really plan to touch on everything. Uh, we we wanted to touch on the Giants. It probably would have been a little more fun to talk about them if they didn't get beat by Kershaw for the nine hundred time. Yeah, they did lose today. Uh, but five 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 in six, a row, man. Five in a yeah. row before today. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously home runs talk. in ten straight games. God, that sounds because <laughs> like, so that's because that's an important stat. <laughs> um, well, obviously, when the NFL gets closer, we'll talk about the Definitely. NFL. And I have thoughts about the NFL that that uh, we probably both have thought. We've talked I've about the NFL the before. NFL. We both talked about the NFL and why we uh, not we, a fan. We like it, but it's cool. It's, it's all cool. Right. It's all right. Uh, but I think with you and I, baseball and basketball will take front and center, uh, which is nice because come fall, we a lot of people talk NFL. Um, but we're not exactly insiders, but we like to think we are. Um, we like to know what we're talking about. We like to think we know what we're talking about, but uh, once a week we should be here. And um, yeah. if you listen, if you have any ideas for a name and you're listening and you're really motivated and you really like what we said, please give us an idea because we don't want to run with the Untitled podcast nah. too if, long. If like next week we're still running with Untitled, please let us know. Um, oh, give us, give us, a, give us a follow on the Twitter. The yeah, Twitter too. What are you, Chris M. At, Watkins? At Chris M. Watkins. And C-H-R-I-S-M-W-A-T-K-I-N-S. And I am Pasquini Andrew, P-A-S-Q-U-I-N-I, and then Andrew. Uh, e, not you, like Andrew Jones, not like Andrew Jones. Um, we should be here. Yeah, man. For uh, a while. Yeah, and uh, I think we should probably, yeah, we'll wrap it up uh, on that. Uh, so... Enjoy the NBA playoffs. Yes, it might be predictable, but it's okay that it's predictable because it's damn fun watching the two best teams it in the is. league wreck shop. Yeah. I don't care whether they're blowing other teams out. Watching the Warriors blow teams out is the most beautiful thing to watch, and watching the Cavaliers do the same, it's damn fun basketball because you're watching the two best teams in the league do what they're supposed to do. So please just enjoy the playoffs and stop complaining about how blowouty it is. Have fun with it. Have fun, y'all. Be safe. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. All that. Let's keep listening. We appreciate it. Have a good one.